We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Andy is on a trip. Who knows where he is? So, you know, I was trying to think about what we could do this episode, and I may have lost a bet last spring, and that bet may have involved a podcast appearance, and I may have been kicking the can down the road trying to avoid it for a extended period of time, but you know what? I'm a man of my word. I'm going to pay my debt, so I'm bringing on Maybe Warriors villain number one if you're on Twitter. Nah, nah. M grads, my man. How you doing? Oh man, I love that intro. How you doing, brother? How are I'm, you doing today? I'm good. So I want to give people the background here. We made a bet mm-hmm. uh, on the Warriors Lakers playoff series. Yes, we uh, did. Warriors win. You're gonna have to run a bunch of light years propaganda on social media. And since they lost. I said I would invite you on the podcast and let the Warrior fans see that you are not actually as terrifying as you appear online. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I honestly didn't think that I would ever be on this podcast, to be honest with you. I didn't think that. I mean, I I just was shocked that it was a sweep, let alone. It was not a sweep. Yeah, no, I know. Um, Six games. Relax. Huh? Six games. I know. I just, I know. I like to say, <laughs> but no, it was um, shocking to say the least. That's all I so, would say. I was so propaganda. I don't want to, I don't want to spend like 30 minutes reliving that series, but no. like, why, why? Because you, you told me that at the time. You, you, you told me you didn't think they'd win, but you wanted the bet just for fuck's sake. Why did you not think that the Lakers were going to win that series? Um, there's a guy named Steph Curry <laughs> on the Warriors. That's kind of good. I, I mean, I don't know. I just thought that Wiggins and, and Clay and Steph would be, I mean, because, I mean, it's just iffy during the playoffs and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just thought sure. that, I just thought that Steph was going to be like, yo, I'm, I'm going back to back. I got something to prove. I don't care who's in front of me. And then I was very shocked. You know, I'm very happy, but it's not, it was just like, wow, it really happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
that's what that's what I was thinking. So I feel like the takeaway from this because, like, it, to me, the big takeaway from that series is like Anthony Davis. I'm not gonna say he was the best player in the series because I still think Steph was the best player in the series, mm-hmm. but Anthony Davis was. He, he was phenomenal and he came up big when they needed him to. I'm thinking particularly end of game four had a chance to, you know, two, two goes two two back to Warriors is a different series. And he makes every big defensive play there. Um, and, and like the big takeaway for the Warriors, the entire off season is let's be honest. What did they get from Draymond and Looney offensively? Like they're both good players, but I mean, Anthony Davis erased both of them. And it kind of turned into Steph save us because we have nothing going on inside. And, you know, they, they signed Dario Saric. That helps a little bit. The rumor is they're signing Dwight Howard. I guess in general, where are you with this Warriors team? Obviously, they added Chris Paul. Is that just a, a uniquely terrible matchup for them? Or are they actually address the fact that, like, because let's be honest, that they're always going to be defined by outside shooting. They're always going to be defined by Steph. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the capacity Chris Paul has used is going to be telling. I mean, he's one on the north side of 38. Steph's on the north side of 35, or we just turned 35. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Steph Curry can shoot. So that Steph Curry's age doesn't matter. It's because he can shoot. And he's in great shape, obviously. Sure. I think it's going to be interesting, to say the least, Chris Paul taking that kind of a role where it's like, It'll be scary if he comes in and is just like, I'm going to pass the ball. I mean, he's not there to score, obviously. We know that. Sure. But I'm just saying, like, if he's like, man, I'm going to get guys open. I'm getting everybody open. The ball is going to be – I'm going to show my wizardry now. I'm 30. I don't need to score anything. I'm trying to win a champion. I am trying to win a championship. The closest I got was up 2-0 versus the Bucks. That's the closest I've ever got to a championship. So – and, I mean, you got guys on the team who won four. You know? So, like – I think that's a good pickup. <clears throat> I got to see. It's very interesting because I just got to see how they use him. I mean, Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard is one of those guys, it doesn't matter how old he looks because he still looks the same. Like, how different yeah. does he look from, like, 2014? It's, now? Yeah. you know, it's, like. It's, like, hard really to imagine him ever being fat. You know what I'm right, saying? Like, exactly. He, yeah. he stays in great shape. So, if he just like with the Lakers, like I don't, I still don't know why when he won the bubble championship, he broke the team up. Like, <laughs> give that team a chance to, to, you know what I'm saying? Like, that didn't make any sense to me, but they did it. So, Dwight Howard played a key role. I mean, he can still give you 18 to 20 minutes and he can still give you eight and eight, you know? Like, it's yeah. Dwight Howard. He's not, he's one of the top 75 players. I don't care what they say, he's one of the top 75 players ever. So, it's like, We'll see. Like we'll we'll see how what's you what, what what everybody's favorite coach Steve Kerr does. You know, like we'll, <laughs> well see what he does with his rotations. You know, we might have Dwight Howard out there playing like you know 49, 48 minutes a game. We don't want that. Joking, joking. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this because it's like he drew on punch Jordan Pool, and <laughs> anyone who watched the Warriors like they weren't a particularly connected team last year, right? Like, I mean, I guess. My, Go ahead and go ahead. Let's you ask a question. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so so walking away from it, they win a title in 2022, and obviously Steph's the best player, and I don't really think he got any worse the following year. No. It, like, actually, no one on earth would say he got any worse as a player the following year. The team just they weren't connected the way they were previously. 
how much do you think like, all right, so they, they picked their side. Jordan Poole got traded. He got what he wanted. Let's be honest. He wants right. to go to a team where he gets a chance to see be if he can man. average 30, be the man, right. do whatever he wants. They bring in a bunch of vets who in theory are a little more comfortable. Like, like Chris Paul has nothing to prove individually at this stage no. of his career. Right. No, no nothing. How He's much can that, good. how much can that make up for kind of whatever they were lacking last year? Because they lost in the second round. I mean, Chris Paul does bring maturity and leadership, not knocking Jordan Poole saying it doesn't. I think that that whole situation could have been handled differently. And I, I get the situation that everybody was in. Like, that that was just like, – You say it should have been suspended? Suspended or somebody should have gotten traded. Uh, instead know? of just, like, just chilling all year? <laughs> it's like it's like you got a – it's like you got a, a big, you know, like, tumor right here. You know, sure. and you're just ignoring it, but you can't turn your head. You got to turn around like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's – it's. But I get it. Like, it's just like, okay, maybe if we ignore it, it'll go away and the guys will get it together and they could. But I mean, it's hindsight right now saying what they should have done and could have done. But it's a, it's like a trade of youth and inexperience and like streaking going, the opposite way. going crazy for like maturity and leadership, veteran leadership on and off the court. Draymond would never ever raise a fist to Chris Paul. If Chris, if Chris Paul and him got Chris Paul starts barking, Draymond's going to start barking. They'll never fight. Mutual respect. So I think that it's going to be a much more like veteran savvy team, like the old school Spurs. Sure. You know, like when Tim Duncan and, you know, Malik and David Robinson and all those guys and Sean Elliott and all those guys are on the team was like, these dudes are here for business. You know, there's like, yeah. there's, you know, like the, the young guys like knew their place. So I just think that that's what it's going to be with Chris Paul coming. Well, do we all know Dwight Howard is goofy? But <clears throat> I mean, he's still a vet, goofy vet. So he knows when and when not to be, you know. So I mean, I think that if Chris Paul is played right and, and majority of his minutes are coming in the playoffs, it could be scary because you know everybody knows in the matchup, the matchups what it's going to be. So you got Steph Curry and Chris Paul, two of the greatest and arguably the greatest at their position on the same team, it doesn't matter. Like Chris Paul's not 30 year old Chris Paul, but he's also not like completely washed. Yes. He's fallen off a few, but he's 38, about to be 39 years old, Been in the NBA 20 years, right? This is a year 20 for him. He's a year after LeBron, I think. So it's like, he's a vet, you know, and his diet and everything is completely different. I think it's, it was a, we'll see. I don't think it's going to be a horrible pickup where like, they're not going to win because it's still Chris Paul. Like he can give you like, Top level, he could probably give you like, you know, twelve to fifteen minutes of top play, you know, out of like if he depends oh, I'm on how going, many I'm, he I'm, I'm thinking twenty five a, a uh, game. I mean, oh, no, no, no. Okay, a I week maybe. Okay, a week. A game. That's not okay. That twenty five, he can give you twelve to fifteen of like Chris Paul minutes. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Let there me, there let we go. Lock yeah. in. Definitely eight. Let me lock in and give you this. You know, yeah. and I would want that to be in the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't sure. want him to go sure. come in and go ham in the third, and we know in you know early stages. I mean, he's, he's gonna he's gonna play the you know 12 to 15 minutes. Steph's on the bench, and then I don't know, maybe five to 10 minutes with the two of them together. Does, does he? Who starts this year? Talk to me. I I think he's coming off the bench. I think they're playing it. He's he's first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes, you're not going to announce in August he's coming off the bench. That's you're true. going to say like we'll see how it goes in camp, and right. 
think if Steve Kerr is the coach, he claims to be, he'll be able to get he'll be able to get Chris Paul to. I don't think he's ever going to like coming off the bench. Like he he doesn't need to like it. He just needs to accept it. Is basically well, what it comes down to. And that's what I I think camp in a perfect world. We'll see if it plays out this way. You know, it becomes pretty clear that everything runs cleaner if he buys into being the sixth man coming off the bench playing 20 minutes a game. Uh, you know, there's no drop off. You have basically a first bout Hall of Fame point guard on the court every minute of the game. That sort of thing. Uh, but we'll see if they can get there because, like, I don't expect Chris Paul to come into camp being like, I'm here to be oh, no. uh, Dante DiVincenzo, you know, like, like <laughs> that sort of thing, right? Like, no. you got to kind of bring it out of him, right? No, exactly. And I think respect, you don't say it, but I think that Chris Paul will get more calls if he comes off the bench going <laughs> against going against those kind of those true, second true. players as opposed to the starters. The starters are younger and then the face of the – you know, like it does get kind of annoying, like seeing guys year nineteen, like way back in the. You remember back in the day watching, you know, Michael Jordan and all those guys. Yeah. And it's like the old school guys that Tim Duncan get their calls, and it's like, bro, like David Stern was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? So like, I think he'll get more calls in the second unit if he if he comes off the bench, like you're saying. I also um, think he'll probably like like these are my minutes. I get to run the show instead of I have to fit into. Steph Draymond Clay offense and like if he's playing with next to those guys like he's kind of asked to be like Andre Godala which is like move the ball and take a shot when when you're wide open right which like it, I don't he he wants to play with the ball and he wants to be the the fulcrum of whenever he's out there so yeah yeah 100% but I think the ball's going to move a lot more now and has to or it's like True. why'd we get you you know yeah. like, straight up you know cuz it's like is Chris what's Chris Paul's defense looking like and, I, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking it, but you, like you got to think about defense wise. Like if you're gonna play this now, this is gonna be. Hear me out. If you're gonna play Chris Paul and Steph together in the fourth, would do you have to play Draymond and Dwight Howard together at the same time? Sure, sure. You know I mean, because it's like that. That defense. Those that kind of ties like, hey, to that kind of ties to my question. Like every okay, so. Every episode, Andy and I have been doing the big warrior question mm -hmm. of the day mm -hmm. uh, as a countdown to mm -hmm. camp. And we're less than two weeks away, so we're getting pretty close. Mm -hmm. The question we haven't got to, and I'll ask you, is do the Warriors have enough size? And, 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 and that kind of ties to what you're talking about right now, which is like, okay, you got Chris Paul. You didn't get him to play 10 minutes a game. But right. you throw him out there, he <laughs> – he's he's like a tinder six foot you know he's he's five ten and a half yeah so he's not you know you're no. small it, it's just reality it's like yeah, and and exactly. they've always been small so do they you know let's assume they get dwight howard we know they got dario sarge we know they got you know looney and draymond on the roster come on the ucla legend no i know he is the <laughs> milwaukee legend bro you should make kevon looney in high school was something like what he does now is he averaged like 35 and like 17 in high school. Like he was a monster. Like it was, it was crazy. I remember watching it was, it was crazy him in high school. So it's it, but it's just, you like it's same with Robert Williams. Those sure. guys in high school were unbelievable, but they get to the NBA and they, they know their roles. They're going to get paid and they're very intricate parts. Now I was going to say like, <clears throat> if you gave Steph a center, I don't even know who, because centers are so different nowadays. And like Shaq, 
Patrick Ewing, Hakeem, when sure. I was back to the basket. But if you gave Steph a center like that, it'd be it'd be very because how do you guard that? Because Steph yeah. is going to pull the defense so far out. I mean, oh man. But anyways, yeah. So, <clears throat> but you're right. Chris Paul and Steph been playing. Then you got see they got they don't have enough. I mean, you got Clay Wiggins, Draymond, Kevon Looney, Dwight Howard, all five defensive minded. You know, like I'm sure. I'm, so, I'm Steph, sorry. Steph plus a bunch of goons, dude. That's, yeah, that's and then, but if you play Chris Paul, screen. you play Chris Paul and Steph together. Okay, what are you going to do with John Morant? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Who's guarding him? True. And I'm not. Yeah. And, and it's not a not. But it's like, come on, we. we they're not the they're they're not the greatest defenders, and they're. You know, I mean, you got GP two off the bench, you got Wiggins, okay. but to your to your point, if I'm putting GP two out there, one of Chris Paul and Steph is sitting, right, and it's not Steph. So, no, no, never, no. <laughs> so I, I mean, they do have. I guess when I look at the Warrior roster, mm-hmm. they have a lot of options. Mm-hmm. It's a question of if they come together, because like inevitably, to your point. If you're playing the the Grizzlies and you want to play Gary Payton the second more because he's your best, right. he's your best defender on ball. On ball, right? One of Chris Paul is going to have to accept the fact that he's going to play a few less minutes that series, and is mm-hmm. he ready to go there? And you know, we you can look at the Warriors the last two years. Two years ago, everyone was bought in, and Jordan Poole accepted that certain series he played less minutes, mm-hmm. and then last year it was. Dude's kind of being like, no, I want to play more. And and you saw it and you saw a disconnect. So well, I think that that whole thing happened when he got knocked out. Sure. He knew he couldn't get knocked out again and he knew he could act a certain way, but he wasn't gonna try Steph because you saw the times Draymond tried to interact with him and he was just like, Man, get away from me. And it's just like no, to, to your point, they should have just called it what it was and made the trade. Six months earlier than they did. No, I know. I mean, that was that wasn't like that was like I wouldn't say Kobe and Shaq because Kobe and Shaq were just two, you know, sure. polarizing figures. But it was in the sense of that distracting. But it wasn't Kobe and Shaq. So like Kobe and Shaq, you kind of had to ignore it because it was Kobe and Shaq. But with them, it's like you you can tell in the tension, and it's just like I don't. I think if that didn't, I'm not blaming Draymond. Okay, but I think if that something like that didn't happen, the Warriors season would have been different. That's why this season is going to be interesting because I know Steph and Clay are going, you know, crazy, and then Wiggins is still gets doesn't get talked about enough his performance in the finals against Standard against Jason Tatum, but you know that was amazing, One, a great defensive performance. Like Wiggins was man. No, he's 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 the perfect wing for this team because it's it's hard to find a guy who can do what he does, but also just like kind of feel like is comfortable just filling in like not demanding the ball. If it's not, you know, if he's right, it's not a a moment for him. Right. But Sam, Sam, let me, (laughs) he went to about high school. Okay. Okay. Andrew Wiggins in high school is one of the greatest high school players to ever (laughs) play. Like the stuff I I I was there. I was a witness. I seen it like one of the greatest, like he was doing stuff. Like you just never like never seen before. Like, you know, like it better better high better high school player. Andrew right. Wiggins or, or Baron Davis. I mean <laughs> see, that's 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 what we call a transition. 
Great, very great transition. Okay, <laughs> Baron Davis. See, okay, let me tell you about BD. I grew up with BD. Like we grew up literally since we were nine years old. Like knew him. Like I played on the Inglewood Redskins. He played in the Inglewood Sentinels football. Pop Warner, the same park. Like, like I've known Baron forever. Jason Hart was my quarterback. As a matter of fact, that's how crazy and small LA used to be. Um, in seventh grade. So, uh, Baron, right? Baron was like five. Baron was like five. When we were in sixth grade, Baron was probably like five, 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 four, right? Okay. And late the bloomer? Best, no, late grower. No, no. Baron. Oh, late was, grower. There we go. No, okay, got Baron it. was nine years old playing with 14 year olds. Cases. Okay. Like he was, Baron was always, a, we walked in the gym. I remember when we played my brother. My brother was two years older than me. We walked in the gym and my brother was playing and Baron was the point guard on the other team. And everybody's like, Marcus, you know the Baron, that, that point guard is your age? He was probably like, Four ten, playing against my brother. My brother at the time was about like six two, and was just killing. Like Baron Davis is a legend. Like we went to Nike camp together. Okay, we went to Baron and I went to Nike camp. We're going into our junior high school, right? I ain't seen him in a long time, so check it out. We're in my coach is good friends with the coach of Oak Hill Academy, Steve Smith, right? So we're in the hotel room before we just got there. We're in the hotel. My high school coach, Steve Smith, the coach of Oak Hill, and me were just. And my coach is reading the names. He's like, let me read the roster. And he goes through and he's like, man, I tell you, the kids, the names of these kids these days, Baron Davis, who's Bar-? I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm like, whoa, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got Baron Davis. He's like, yeah. And then, and then Steve Smith, like, kind of like, he's like, wait a minute. This kid got really excited about Baron Davis. I was like, man, I, I told him like, yo, we going to win it all. Steve Smith's like looking like, hmm. So. <clears throat> We get to the camp, right? First day. Me, Baron, and Leon, another dude from LA, we're all on the second team, right? Okay. They started whatever. The first game we played California All Stars, Pat Barrett, like all the guys, Chris Burgess, Shea Cotton, Illusionman Man, Ortiz Jenkins, uh, Kenny, Danny Walker, like everybody was on that team, right? They blew us out. We won every single game, made it to the final championship, played them, we lost by three. Baron da- and Mike Bibby was on the team. The championship game, Baron Davis versus Mike Bibby. This is before we had YouTube, all that stuff. Some local channel has it in Indiana. Baron Davis, was <laughs> right? Baron was probably, this is our junior year. Baron probably came to the camp. He's probably like 5'10", like 130, right? Him and Mike Bibby. That was probably the greatest matchup of two point guards I've ever seen. They were going – it was some of the be- – like, it was unbelievable basketball the two were playing against each other, right? <clears throat> and uh, after the camp, Steve Smith is just begging Baron, Baron, well, if you come to Oak Hill, you'll be one of the greatest players. <laughs> like, please. But see, Baron went to Crossroads, and people think Baron went to Crossroads. From- Baron went to Crossroads in, like, fifth grade because he was so smart. People don't understand that about Baron. He'll never tell you that. He's probably going to get mad at me for saying this because he's going to hear it. Baron is, <laughs> Baron is, like, always – been like 8.0 GPA student. I I think he went to UCLA on an academic scholarship. I don't even think he went on an athletic scholarship. So he's like, no, nah, I'm not leaving LA. Like I grew up, went to school with Kate Hudson, like a gang of people. So we come back the next year for my RC going into our senior year. Baron comes back. He's 6'2, 205. I'm like, oh, he's going pro. Like he was we always knew he was going pro, but then and that's when he came in and he destroyed I feel he, like uh he was all American. 
This week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by NBA 2K Mobile. Sam, we got a new sponsor. This is my favorite one. Look, I'm a big play games guy. And NBA 2K Mobile just came out with a game that you can play right on your phone, dude. This is as convenient as it gets. You remember those Unforgo NBA moments? Get ready to create your own epic plays with NBA 2K Mobile. It is the must-play mobile game for basketball lovers who want to conquer the court online. You can download the NBA 2K Mobile free and start customizing your My Player and Dream Team today. There's always something new to explore. Embrace the summer vibes with intense matches on the beach cruise court. Dive in attorney mode, events, and regular updates for nonstop action. You can also unlock and collect tons of player cards to enhance your team's performance. I just unlocked a Jason Tatum card. I don't know what that means about me, that it, that was the card that I unlocked, but that's my guy. Future warrior, Jason Tatum. <laughs> that is my guy. You can step your game up on the court. You can showcase your skills, climb the leaderboard, become a basketball legend. You can play with the virtual joystick or relax with auto mode. Again, best of all, it's free to play on mobile. So download the NBA 2K mobile free on the App Store, Google Play. Use my promo code Tatum2KMobile to redeem an exclusive Jason Tatum Pearl Tier card. That's code T-A-T-U-M-2-K-M-O-B-I-L-E. NBA2K Mobile. This week's Light Years Podcast brought to you by Game Time. Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was game time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have forget planning months in advance game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football Basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, all the above. The game time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use light years, L-Y-G-H-T-Y-E-R-S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code light years for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed i feel like everyone i know who's from la mm-hmm. plus five years in either directions right. talks about high school baron davis the way everyone in the bay talks about high school jason kid oh dude like, like so my the first basketball game i ever went to mm-hmm. was a jason kid cal game i was mm-hmm. I don't know, eight years old, something like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't see him at St. Joseph's. Like I was, I was too young, but like the legend had already been born. You know, he was supposed to be the next magic, whatever. Like he, uh, whatever. He's just going to settle for first bout hall of fame. Right. Oh, like, yeah. he's a Great player. Right. You know, <laughs> that sort of thing. Right. right exactly. But like it, it's, I can't, Leon Poe might be the only other guy. Oh, bro. Uh, who had that kind of prep hype in the Bay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anytime I talk to so so anyone who's like from the Bay in my age range, like Jason Kidd is a thing, right? Like, it's, oh mm-hmm. man, he he like people cared more about that than the Warriors, which like to be fair, given where the Warriors were at that time, it makes right, sense. Right, he was the big, right. he was the best, he was the best show in the area. He probably was better 
than half the Warrior players other than, you know, Tim Hardaway. Right, um, right, 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 right. I feel like everyone who's from L.A. talks about Baron that way with his high school career. And just I mean, kind of like, to me, I will I will remember him, A, we believe he's, he's number two point guard to every Warrior fan behind Steph because, you know, let's be fair. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, the second thing I would say is uh, I do wonder if the farther away we get away from his career, if people don't appreciate how good he was and how much, you know, injuries might have cut short his career. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Baron was a legend growing up. Like we used to go to his games, like his games would be packed with homies. He was like little Magic Johnson. You know sure. what I'm saying? And the older version of Baron at that time was Jacques Vaughn. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, that's who we grew up watching, guys, that, guys like that. Those are the two point guards, like, on in Southern Cali, where it's Jason Kidd, not at the time, but, like, the youth. Kind of like Kansas, in, right? Yeah, and then high school was 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 Jacques Vaughn. But anyways, Baron was so cold because he just – he was, like, I don't even – like, Magic Johnson. He's just, just this little tiny thing out there. Nobody can stop him shooting threes. Teeth were like half the size of his body. Like he was just, it was just, it was crazy. And like, then he went to cry. I mean, he went to high school, he went to crossroads, and he never left. So I mean, the competition he was playing at crossroads, like come on. Like, but still, like it, you went to watch because he was that good because then he would when he would stop playing at crossroads and go to AAU, he's doing the same thing against the same guys, you know. And the cra- the crazy thing about Nike Camp is that our junior year, he had to pay to go out there. Like he didn't get the invite. I got the I got an invite. Okay. He didn't get an invite because there's so many California guys. And Pat Barrett had Nike on, like he ran Nike in Southern California. He dictated who went. And Barron didn't play for him. He played for K Swiss because he's a real one. So Pat Barrett dictated and he didn't go. So, but there was empty spots. He got a call. They're like, you got to pay your way. That's how he wound up on my team. He wasn't supposed to be on my team. We had an extra spot. We got Baron Davis. We had two extra spots. We got Baron Davis and the homie Leon, and and the I mean the rest is history. Like his legend is just so it's crazy, you know. But I had the pleasure of meeting Jason Kidd. I played for ARC, right? That's an AAU team that Jason Kidd played for, and he was the face of the program. So I remember Rich Goldberg flew him down to shoot the brochure, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know how young I was. He was I I didn't know who he was, but dude, Jason Kidd, man, he was doing three sixty windmills. He was doing. Through the late, the JR, he was doing that stuff in high school, but you could, I hadn't had any video. There was no video of it. But yeah, so when I, I saw Jason Kidd, I was like, I didn't, he was hum, like, I was like, oh, okay. Like they came down and he did it's a whole like bunch a of legit 6'4, which is oh, huge for a guard at that point. And yeah. I was a little kid at the time. So I'm just like, yo, you know, and he went to Cal and then what he did against Duke was just, them beating he made, me, he made me a Cal sports fan when I was nine years old, and then like a decade later, I was like, "That was a fucking dumb decision." So I know, but he <laughs> made the cover of Sports Illustrated though. Yeah, with, uh, Lamont Murray, bro, yeah. that was oh man, that was just great basketball that game. But yeah, um, yeah, Baron, if he didn't get hurt, there there is no telling because he was so he was so big and, and he was a he was a dog. Like Baron was a like there was he not scared enough. I don't want, I don't want to put you on the spot on this one, but okay. like I I do feel like if he never gets hurt, he's Russell Westbrook. If not like revered that same way, like I was he's 
Okay. See, Bear, I don't want to be. I don't want to be mean about it, but like, no, he, he's more of a he's more of a pure point guard. Like, he, he just didn't turn the ball over as much. That no, sort of thing. Bear was like the old school. Like, Baron was the flashy. Like, sure. Oh man, like there's moves out there that we do today that Baron did. I saw Baron do them. Like the the dribble with the the like the the crazy hezzy stuff. Watching mm-hmm. Baron was doing all that stuff like. Way back in the day, like I'm not saying because we all know Rod Strickland and then we, I'm not taking it, but I'm saying me, my sure. eyes, my eyes, like I'm seeing Baron doing all that. Oh, dude, like because I don't say Russell Westbrook because was Baron explosive like that? Yes, but he uh, there's not been too many guys who can run as fast as Russell Westbrook with the ball. No, yeah, yeah, okay, that, you know what I'm saying? So, that's, like, that's fair, so like, you know what I'm saying? It's a, so, it's a, it's a one of one thing, yeah. right? But like, Baron was more smooth and it was just like. It'd be like and one, but it's not. He's not. It's just how he plays. You know, he's yeah, not trying I mean, to be fancy. That's, that's just how he plays. That's oh. that's fair. Russ is a, a one of one. Like yeah, it's, Russ is it's like not, straight pure speed and bull. You know, Bear. It's a different. Like it's a different animal. Yeah, yeah Bear could play like that too, but he was more like. I just oh man. I wanna I wanna end on this topic because it's like we I, look. I was texting you about this. Baron is going to be revered among Warrior fans as a bigger deal. But my personal favorite point guard the Warriors have, and I don't even know if he's a point guard, to be honest, is, is Gilbert Arenas. Bro. Uh, and, 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 I, and I was like, I was in high school. I was mm-hmm. basically butthurt that they didn't resign him. And then right. he goes on to like average, what, 28 a game on the Wizards? Like, you know, he do like the Dame, uh, James Harden type of like, I can get whatever I want, whenever I want type of yeah. guard act. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of think there's, there's symmetry between him and Baron where it's like generations will go by and they probably won't appreciate how good those dudes were because their knees gave out, you know, right. in their mid, in, late twenties, mid twenties, whatever you want to call it, something like that. Like they didn't, they didn't get to play until they're 33, 35, the way that like someone like Damian Lillard or Russell Westbrook gets to do. And I want to ask you. Well, see, Gil- Gilbertson, sorry to cut you off, but Gilbertson, another legend. What high school did you go to? I'm just, oh, just for, sh- just a question. Like what high school did you go to? I went to Akalani's up in the Bay. Okay. And it's like, that's a high school. Like sure. who was, was your famous basketball player at Akalani's? non-existent exactly okay so gilbert <laughs> went to a high school like that in la he went to grant high school okay sure. when i tell you that is an absolute like when you think of basketball in the mm-hmm. valley back then you think of like north hollywood you, you know grant high school is some what sherman notre dame harvard westlake you know what i'm saying like that's who's in the valley like crespi taft mm-hmm. you know like real schools that have produced pros like and when I tell you the stuff he did, he had 46 on Crenshaw High School. Okay. Gilbert. Like that, that's how good he was. Nobody ever heard of him because he went to Grant High School. If there was internet and he still, if there's YouTube and he still went to Grant High School, he'd be the number one player in the country. There's not even a question about that. Um, oh, so you, you really think it's just like pre-internet. If, if, if he existed 20 years later and people saw what he was doing as like a sophomore, he shoots up. Oh. Dude, Gil- <laughs> Gilbert was so cold in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, 
he was literally Teen Wolf. There you go. That's the only person I could compare him to <laughs> because his team was so bad. He was literally Teen Wolf in high school, bro. I promise you. I I promise you that was Gilbert because I'm, listen to me, bro. It, it was some of the worst basketball on his team. Like when he would go out, they'd be up 30. He'd go out for like six minutes, come back, they'd be up four. Okay. Like that's how bad it was. So, I mean, yeah, dude. And and what he did, then he went to Arizona and then he left. They think he's going to play like, and they had to change the rule because of him. Like, I think. It's it's I a pick think, your poison, right? It's like it's yeah. like pick a style. Who's, thing, a coach, right? like, who's the coach of the Warriors then? Was muscle, it Don Nelson? Was no, Muscleman muscle, muscle was the coach the year he left. I think the his first year was Cowens. Oh, Muscleman yeah. was the coach who uh, who show. let him free. You know what I'm saying? Like Because Muscleman didn't think he was that good or as good as he thought. Gil- he didn't think Gilbert was as good as Gilbert thought he was. And it comes to find out Gilbert was is good. See, Gilbert's also another one of those guys who's very smart. But see, Gilbert's problem was he knew he was smarter than you. He knew he was the smartest guy in the room, in any room he walked in. Like, Gilbert's another genius. Like, he's another – him and Barrett, like, very, very – like, I'm not joking. I'm not. I'm not putting extras on it. I'm not making it up. I'm I'm talking about guys who are like some of the smartest people you'll ever meet. Sure. And I'm not joking. I'm not saying that. I'm not talking about basketball IQ. I'm talking about just brilliant men, like people, period. You know, like, and that's why they always they always say, you know, geniuses are borderline insane. I'm not saying these guys are, but I'm just saying like the way they think and the stuff. Brilliant people. But um Gilbert knew he was is Gilbert believed in himself like I'm better than all these bums. And then he went to DC and showed out and then we all know what happened there. But like it but his knee was given out when all that stuff happened. But if he never gets hurt and he doesn't have that 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 whatever little incident he had in DC like not I, little, you know knees I mean. knees the bigger one. I, knees like, way bigger, yeah. But see Gilbert dude, let me tell you another story about the, okay, so Baron has this documentary, okay, called sure. Road to the Rucker. Okay, and I want him to put it out on Netflix because it is one of the greatest documentaries. Cootie and Chike did it. This is like years ago, right? Cootie and, Cootie and Chike did it, right? Called Road to the Rucker. Okay, we we took buses. It was it was dudes from L.A. Kenny Bruner, D'Angelo Collins, like a gang of dudes from L.A. We took the bus from L.A. and we went to L.A. to Chicago to Philly, and then we ended in New York. We played in the tournament. And it was called Road to the Record. We we went to Chicago. We practiced. And we went to Philly. Hakeem Warwick. And we played basketball. Dude, it's the greatest doc. It's amazing. Cootie and Chica did an amazing job. But check it out. So we go to New York to play in the Rucker. We played against Kareem Reed's team. We had Gilbert Arenas, J.R. Smith. And BD came and played, but he wasn't supposed to. But it was Gilbert Arenas, J.R. Smith, and I forgot who was. Somebody else, right? But Gilbert... Gilbert is wearing Dickie shorts and untied shell toe Adidas. That's who's sponsored by. And he's like, and and he's like, I'm about to play. He's, I'm like, Gilbert, where are your basketball shoes? He's like, enough, I'm wearing these. Like, are you gonna tie him up? He's like, no, I'm going out there just like this. I thought he was joking. Layup lines comes. He's really do, out there, like really dunking. And and I'm like, I'm like, yo, Gilbert, fam, come on, dog. Like you just got in the league. Yo, I'm like, you can't do this, bro. You really can't. But it was, bro, we, New York was blowing us out. Baron comes in second half. It's, it, it's, it's an amazing, and I keep on telling Baron, 
bro, please just put it out on Netflix. It it was shot like when did we do that? We shot it like oh seven, oh eight, and it was we had so much fun. And then the way Cootie and Chike shot it, it was just bro, like it would be on Netflix and it would it would oh dude, it would be number one. It's it's just a great documentary, but it's just it's just the type of person Gilbert is. He was playing sure. in, he was playing in Prada's. You know, I think that had something to do with his knee injury because, like, he, when he didn't get his contract, he's like, I'm going to play whatever. He's playing in Dolce Gabbana. <laughs> he played in Dolce Gabbana's. Like, come on, Gil. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, what, that's just the type of person Gilbert was, though. You know, amazing player. But, yeah, injuries, man. His knee. It was his left knee, too, I think. Like, yeah, yeah. dude. Great player, dude. Just amazing. It, it's funny because, like, I – I'm just saying this from like warrior fan perspective. Like first off, he's one of the best players in general who will probably be forgotten because, you know, injuries and the way kind of time passes. And like, mm-hmm. if you're not from LA, you probably won't remember him. But like, for me, he was, he, he was the first player the Warriors had who could probably dribble with their offhand in like a decade. <laughs> and I was just like, I was just like, Oh, we got one. We This, this guy, this one. And of course they let him walk uh, because, you know, joke of an organization at that point. And so like, just, you know, internally, I was just like, that, that was my favorite player. Why did they let him go? Well, that sort of thing. And then, you know, eventually you end up, you end up with Steph Curry on the roster and, you know, you, you make amends with it and you're like, you know what? It's okay. It is worth I mean, it's worth the pain. <laughs> you, you, I mean, it's crazy because Ig, Iggy did did when you guys when I said the Warriors will never make it to the championship again, and Iggy hit me back and said ever. I was like, <laughs> and then when they won it, when they won it again, he retweeted it. I was like, thanks, Iggy, thank you so much. <laughs> um, oh, I, I I do, yeah. I mean, at least you guys see, you guys are better than the Clippers, bro. Okay. I, I, first off, I'm not entertaining these com- these conversations. Like to entertain the conversation would mean that I acknowledge them in any way. So no, exactly. Thank you. So you, now you know how LA people feel, and it's like, and it's to the point where it's like, they're they're like the whole state of California hates them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And Sacramento's going to surpass them again soon because Sacramento got a hell of a squad. Oh, you're not you're not buying the. I just saw. Um... Was Sacramento it? was, but they're supposed to get right around plan. like a week ago. I saw, oh, like Kawhi and PG are looking good, and the Clippers are. I was like, bro, I, I don't, I don't doubt that they look good, but like, let me, you know, let me tell you how sorry the Clippers are. The Clippers are now hiding the Taylor Swift banner when they play because they're tired of my fucking joke saying Taylor Swift has got more banners than that. I promise you, you will not go to a Clipper game and see the Taylor Swift banner anymore. Isn't that it's insane? <laughs> That's how self and they're going to and then obviously when they get to the new arena finally, when they get to the everybody's like the, oh, the place that Balmer talks about with having the best toilets on earth. Yeah, bro. Nobody's gonna care. Like <laughs> it's a Lakers town, bro. I'm not even joking. Like, I'm not joking. There might be eight thousand people at those games. Like, no, I mean everybody no, dude, it's a Lakers town. Like nobody cares. Some people will go because it's the new arena and they want to see it. Yeah, they, they like, want to see the toilets. I got exactly you. nobody, dude. It's the, La- <laughs> it's the Lakers town. That'd be like a team moving to San Francisco. No, I I got it. Like first off, I've been to LA, right? And I know I know the deal. But let's let's end it here, man. I appreciate you coming on. 
Oh, definitely. As Thank always. You for having me. Thank you for having me. Anything hopefully, you want to plug? Hopefully, uh, no. Hopefully, not yet. Hopefully, Warriors fans understand that you know I'm I'm a uh, I'm just messing with y'all. You guys are so easy to bait and get mad. It's it's kind of fun to get you guys upset. Sam, I I, I mess with Sam, but I know when Sam's like, yo, chill out, and, I, and I'll leave him alone for like three or four <laughs> or five days. You know what I'm saying? So, but, but thank you for having me on. I didn't expect uh, I you know it's a great conversation, and it, you know anytime you want to have me on again, I'll definitely be you on. You got you got it, man. Thank you so much. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.